0: All right, so we've been talking about the power to break through, and it's, it's actually been uh, moving in a lot of situations and a lot of lives. I know I was on, the Lord got me up at five. I was on my face. Um, uh, Jones sent us a, a, a prayer, uh, 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 uh to lead. I was going to say prayer cloth, but, you know, okay, that's cool. Uh, but it's, it's, it's original, right? Authentic. And so I was just, you know, under the cloth in my face this morning, just uh, man allowing the Holy Spirit to move and, and, and just the presence and that power. So when I was writing in my journal, uh, the Lord was saying that you know today is the beginning of that power breaking through in our lives. Okay, all right. So let, let's 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 uh, let's go to Second Timothy three. Second Timothy three. All right. Again, I'm a I'm gonna do my best to make this short work, uh, but enough that. You know that uh, will water what we had, stimulate some thoughts, open some insights, some revelation, uh, also give us some um, s- something to carry through the week. All right, Second uh, Timothy three verse five. It says, "Having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof." And so, so, so we. We were, we were talking about the power of Christ resting upon us last week, and we were talking about how the power is trying to get to us quicker, you know, trying to apprehend us, apprehend us more than we're trying to apprehend it. And so when we start to walk in this power, we're moving beyond form to power, because there's a level in our life where we're, we, we're not acquainted with the supernatural, and so we, we, we think we need to act supernatural. So, so we could be more sensational in our operation. We can come to the altar and fall down, and the power didn't even hit us yet. But, but we want to get beyond the form or the the or or the front and actually experience genuine power. One of the things about when you're on your face and you're praying to God, you go in on your face in the natural, and you're you're praying in the spirit. At least from what, but you're still connected to the natural. You start. Things go through your thoughts, your mind, and you're like, okay, I got to be here at such and such time. You know, I'm praying in the morning. I'm like, hey, I got to get to the gym at this time. I got this, you know, I'm a scheduled guy, so I got this, this schedule. Do I have everything in the car already? You know, because I, I end my day prepared for tomorrow, so everything's ready. Everything's in my bag. Uh, my suit's ready to, to, to go in the car. Everything's ready. Like, I've shaved already. Like, I, I do very little in the morning. So these things are going to be running through your mind, making sure you you got your checks and balances. But something happens when you're really on your face. There's there's a shift in power that takes place. And when that power breaks through, you'll find your prayer language shifting. You'll find like you're praying, (laughs) and all of a sudden, like something shifts. Because power starts to hit you, and you ain't praying no more. Remember, the uh, Holy Spirit utters groanings that you can't speak or you wouldn't groan in uh, Romans eight twenty-six. And so, this, 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 uh, this—when we move beyond this form to cross over into power, that power is breaking down the walls to birth the spirit. So there's walls; these thoughts. These, uh, you know, the scripture says, cast on all imagination, every eye thing, exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bring every thought into captivity of Christ Jesus. These thoughts that are resurrected because of the experience, or because somebody made a comment, or there was a misunderstanding, or you tried to help somebody and they got defensive, and you're like, how did they take that? Or you wanted to ask a question, but it was, cons- it was taken as you were questioning. You know, you got all these things going on at the same time running through your mind. You know, like, did I do that right? Well, I didn't see them. How, did, where, or or did, where, did I say that too strongly? You know, I'm in a situation where I have to I have to share truth a lot. And, 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 I, and everybody's not ready for it. You know, so sometimes people, you know, you could tell to respond, like, man, come on, bro. I'm not really trying to hear that. As much as I knew you was going to give me truth, I didn't think it was going to be that truth. And so so you can be processing through all those thoughts. You know, oh, was that too much truth? You know, did I create distance in a relationship? But when this, this, this power breaks down the walls of all that noise, and, and, this, and, and it births what's in the spirit. Let's look here at 2 Kings 19. 2 Kings 19. Uh, it connects to Isaiah 37, 3 scripture, but but I, I want to focus here. Um, make sure I got this right. Uh, verse 3. And, and they said unto him, Thus saith Hezekiah, This day is the day of trouble and of rebuke and of blasphemy, for the children are come to birth, and there is not strength to bring forth. Now that's similar to... Uh, Further down the road, uh, Isaiah, you know, the scripture we've talked about a lot here at the church, but it's okay to read it again. Isaiah 37, right? Right? It's saying the same thing. It says, And they said unto him, Thus saith Hezekiah, This is the day of trouble and rebuke and of blasphemy, for the children are come to birth, and there is not strength to bring forth. So, this power is trying to birth, but, but, but there's, a, there, it, there's a strength, but this strength is what we call yielding, because it takes strength to yield, so the power can come forth. Because if you think about it, as we start growing, getting closer to the supernatural, our challenges are control. Our challenges are convenience. Our challenges are own understand. Like, have we truly ever let go? Like some of us have not experienced the supernatural because it's been hard for us to yield, yield. The NIV says this, they told him, this is what I, Hezekiah says, this is the day of distress and rebuke and disgrace as when children come to the moment of birth and there's no strength to deliver them. There's no strength to deliver them, right? And so, 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 so now, there's a, there's a point where we're processing or we're, we're, we're weighed or we're, we're, something is building up in us, right? And so, we have an opportunity to yield to what's, what's the noise or yield to the, the effect or yield to the feeling or yield to the power, right? And, and we all are in these situations. And so, God is saying he needs us to yield to the power. He's, God is saying, Scripture says, David said, I would have fainted. I would have given up unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Psalm 27, 13. He said, I would have have fainted. I would have given up. See, See, so there's this place where yielding is pulling on me, but also my control is used to protecting me. And so now I have to yield my control, and that control doesn't always look like our hands. Sometimes it looks like our head. Or I'd have to yield that control and really allow the breakthrough. Like to really experience the fullness of God or the supernatural. So, we, so, so don't faint, believe to see his power birthed. That's breakthrough. Don't faint, believe to see his power birthed or don't quit. Now, 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 now this power, I wanna give a, a, a description of this power in a short time that we have today. This power is God's goodness. God, God's goodness is his power. God's goodness, remember, David said, I would have famous." I believe to see what? The goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So, God's goodness is his power. Let's go to here to Matthew 7. God's goodness, when God's power shows up, it shows up good, like goodness. I guess that's probably the only time we can use the phrase that people just throw around is all good. You know, God's power is all good. And look at this, look at this. Now, the Scripture says, uh, Matthew 7, verse 11, it says, If ye then, being evil, know how to give, look, good gifts unto your children, how much more so your Father, which is in heaven, give give good things to them that ask Him? Right? If we, being evil, know how to give what we consider good, how much more the Father knows how to give good things to us? And in, uh, in um, Exodus 33, verse 18, you know, you just write it down. We'll have to go there. Moses asked to seek God's glory. Now, that, that God's glory sounds like power, doesn't it? Right? God, God put him in a cleft of a rock, and the scripture says, he, and his goodness passed by him. <laughs> right? It says his goodness passed by him, so he asked to see his glory. And his goodness passed by. So that means packaged in his glory is goodness. Practice in his power is goodness. Right? The scripture says in Psalms uh, 145, 5 through 7. 145, 5 through 7. And hey, We can go there real quick. You know, I'm trying to make it short, so that's why I didn't want to go to every scripture. But God's goodness is power. So when the power breaks through in this year in our life, it's going to look like goodness, God's goodness all over us, right? So Psalm 145, verse 5, it says, I will, speak of thy glorious honor. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty, and look, look, and of thy wondrous works, and men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, you know, these great acts, and I will declare thy greatness, in verse 7. They shall abundantly utter the memory of, look, of thy great goodness, and shall sing of thy righteousness, of thy great goodness. So it looks like goodness. God's goodness is that He is the perfect sum, source and standard for himself and his creatures, of that which is wholesome, conducive to well-being, virtuous beneficial and beautiful. I repeat, God's goodness is that he is the perfect sum, source, and standard for himself and his creatures of that which is wholesome, conducive to well-being, virtuous, beneficial, and beautiful. Now I'm quoting um, John MacArthur there, right? So, so, so this is, you know, this is the interesting thing. And John MacArthur also said this. God has never stopped being good. Some of us have just stopped being grateful. Right? So let's go here to Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Again, we're talking about the power breaking through, and that power is going to look like God's goodness all over us. I think some of us can stand some God goodness in our life, Right? some of us can stand some God goodness in our life, right? And so, so we gotta yield to that. You know, we can't keep looking for worst case scenarios and putting our faith in worst case scenarios. We actually have to start believing for God's goodness. Believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's what he said, right? Yes. He didn't say in the, in the heaven realm. He said in the land of the living. That, that would be right now, right? Scripture says, now in this time and the time to come, <laughs> right? That's what the Bible says in Mark, right? A hundredfold, now in this time and the time to come, right? Right? And so we can't choke. We can't choke when God's trying to pour his goodness in our lives. And really, he's trying to pour it into your life to display it for others to see his glory and draw them into his presence too. Hey, the people in the world, the Bible says, I know that they have need of these things. He says, the Gentiles search after these things. I know they have need of these things. He says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things that the Gentiles seek after will be added unto you, right? Was that? Uh, uh, Matthew 6, 31 through 33, right? And so, 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 so the thing is, like, you, it's not about us. It's about others. In this world of craziness and darkness and a lot of bad things, when God pours his goodness on our lives, it draws people out of the darkness of bad things and they're attracted to the goodness, right? So let it, let, let it flow through you. Let your light shine. Let the goodness come to you and flow through you, right? Yeah, you're, uh, well, I, just don't, you know, I just don't want to stay home. Okay, stay home and just give God the glory. But display it on God's behalf, okay? Right, go ahead and display it. God wants to use you, right? <laughs> you want His light to shine through you. So, uh, verse 18, this is, this is something I pray for all of us all the time. But it says, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what the hope of his calling is. Mr. Lamar talked about calling in the uh, one body portion of the Bible Kid today. It says, and what is the, look, look, and what is the riches of his glory? Now, we already said that's the goodness of God, right? It says, of his inheritance to the saints. It says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places? Look, far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body and the fullness of him that filleth all and all. Right? Right? I uh, I forgot what version this is. Ah, Maybe NLT. I'm not sure. I'm going to read I'm going to read this verse. I forgot to write it down. It says, I pray also that the eyes of your heart, that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and and seated him at the right hand in heavenly heavenly realms far above all rule and authority, power, dominion, and every title that can be given not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God has placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who who fills everything in every way. God fills everything in every way. And so, so Paul was saying, I'm praying because Paul was saying we're living below the power available. We're living below the power. So I got to pray to the eyes of your understanding like you recognize the inheritance you have, the power you have, the goodness you have access to. How great is God's power at work in the lives of believers, right? See, there's no power greater. Incompa- it's incomparably great. That power is like an atomic bomb impact. So you remember, you know, they, you know, they, they, when an atomic bomb hits, they're like, hey, it's just going to annihilate everything. Imagine his goodness spreading over every, every, everything. Not just your... It, it, see, it's too much power to just be happening in your house. That ain't, that ain't the power of God if it's just happening in your house. It's bleeding to every aspect of your life, to and fro. See, that power, the word power is from the word dynamis, uh, in another version, dunamis, dynamite. It's just this dynamite. It's raw power and strength. So that goodness is raw power and strength. There's another word, an energia. Uh, it's a E-N-E-R-G-I-E-A for those in the house. I know y'all see it there on the screen. It's inworking power, right? Inward propulsion of power. So, so remember, according to the what? Power that worketh in you. Now unto him, they would do exceedingly above all above all you can ask to think according to in harmony with the power that's working in you. Right? Right. So, so it's also mighty. It's an ability to conquer strength is a physical force. So this goodness changes everything. It forces out the bad, the crazy, and it, and, and it fuses goodness to come in. You know, I, I was thinking through how if you looked at Joseph's process you would see the bad, right? But when he got to Genesis 50, and his brothers, his father died, and his brother was like, Okay, we about to pay for what we did to him, the bad that we did to him. But when they sat down and talked to him, uh, this is Genesis 50, 15 through 21, you can write it down. He says, don't, don't be afraid. Look, look, am I in the place of God? He says, You intended to harm me, but God intended for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. You know, the King James verse says, what you meant for evil, God worked out for good, right? For power. He used it, and we know it was the goodness of God because how he breathed on Joseph's life didn't just affect him. It affected generations. Not just generations of the, the people of God, the entire world, because we all would have died if he didn't minister to, interpret for, and come up with the wisdom for them to actually have resources. No, no one would have had a place to eat, and everybody would have died during the famine, right? And so, so that's that power breaking through, right? That's that. So, so, so I was thinking through this when I was processing through Sarah in Hebrews 11:11. It said. Uh, it said her faith was the strength to bring forth. But she had to yield because if she, if she leaned to the noise in her head, I'm 99. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, none of us right, right here has been here for 99 years. I've been here for 59. That's a long time. Another 40 years from now, she was believing to birth. Now, the interesting thing is, I know we'd look at Sarah, and we'd be like, Sarah, man, whoo. Yeah, my wife was saying when we first got together, she said, I ain't trying to be no Sarah as far as, as, far as birthing a child. But, but, but she wasn't trying to be Sarah and ended up being a Sarah because she's been birthing beyond the expected time of deliverance. What, what has she been birthing? God's goodness. See, see, see you got people sitting around Some of them 50, 60, and 70, and they're, they're thinking they're done. No, 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 no. See, see, it's time to birth. We need the strength to bring forth. Let that power break through, God's goodness break through in your life. But we're never too old to birth God's goodness, right? We're never too old to birth God's goodness. And this is the key. Don't look at your abilities. Look at God's ability in you. Don't look at your abilities. That, that's, that's, that's the strength. Look, the scripture says he gives power to the faint. To them that have no might, he gives strength. That's Isaiah 40, 29. That's before he says your mount of wings, eagles, right? All right? But look, it says to it says he gives power to the faint. When we get to that place where it's hard for us to let that power break through that's when his power starts to be ready to operate. Remember in your time of weakness, he's strong, right? Right, so, so we have to realize this, the power, Christ, the power of Christ in us is more important than the freedom from pain. The power of Christ in us is more important than the freedom from pain. So sometimes we look for relief when actually at travail, is assisting us in drawing on the power of God to manifest through us, right? Uh, the book of Isaiah, verse 41, verse 10, it says this, Fear not, basically saying walk in faith. I am with thee, be not dismayed, I will strengthen thee. So, so, so when we're at our weakest point, or most painful point, or we're going through this intersurmountable circumstances, that's when we're tempted to lean to, what has happened or where we've been or what the circumstances are communicating to us. But, but he's saying in that moment, fear not, right? He's saying, I am with thee, be not dismayed, I will, I, I will strengthen thee. And when you get to the point where you've emptied out, and that's the thing, we have to empty out to be resurrected with that power, right? And so, but, but it's hard for us to get to that place. Like even Jesus, was in the garden saying, let this bitter cup pass from me. Well, he was getting closer to a place where he was going to empty himself and had to uh, wait on God to resurrect him with his goodness, right? And so we're, he showed us at an extreme level to get all power, how we need to operate at our lower level to get some power. You see what I'm saying? So we see, he has all power, but we're supposed to be getting a piece of it. So we have to operate like he did. We, we have to we have to operate in the nevertheless, not thy will, not my will, thy will, right? Prayer of consecration and dedication. We have to cross into that place where we consecrate and dedicate ourselves and cross over through that pain through allowing God to resurrect us from there, right? See, this birth uh, process is a breaking through, right? Um, this, is where, this is the place where... Uh, we are saying to ourselves, the power will birth. The power will break through. The power will birth. And at this place, God gives us strength. It's it's kind of like God is affording us an an extreme level of faith. Like we start to operate. Remember they said, um, they said, I believe, help my unbelief. It's like, uh, in addition to where I'm already at, He's helping me to go at another level. Now, it looks different than lifting weights. It's a yielding strength. It's a floating strength, you know, because that's the hardest thing for us in our life to float. We'll jump to fear in a heartbeat, you know. Worst case scenarios, concerns, but, but so it takes a lot for us to yield. You know, I used to minister. When I used to minister the baptism of the Holy Spirit because we can get in our head, I used to always tell the people that were coming to the altar, I would whisper in their ear, you're going to have to float. Yeah, you know, you got to float, you got to let go, you know, um, because I knew it was hard. You know, so, so when we're in this position of exertion, is what the Webster says, it's a place of travail. Uh, and this is the process we're in right now. It's a place of travail. It's, it's a, a physical or mental exertion we're going through. Um, and this is the thing. A lot of times we travail mentally before birthing even our renewed mind exercising strength, developing or drawing on faith. Like we go through a, like a, it's a shift. You know, you feel something on the inside that's saying, trust your, the control you've already had. But at the same time, you feel something pulling to say, let go of the tr- control you already have. You know, and it's kind of hard because you're used to the control, not the let go, right? But what's, what's going to happen for us to, Break through to this power this year, we're going to have to let go. Even when the scripture says, forget the things that are behind and press toward the mark. What it's saying is forget, forget, let go, operate as if you've never been acquainted and been in a relationship with that control, right? Operate as if you've never been in a relationship with that control, and then reach forth or break through to the things that are before. So, God wants to break us he wants to weaken our manipulation, our lack of faith, our magnifying fear to release blessings of His goodness to us. You know, Scripture says, except the corner we fall to the ground and die, it can't bring forth fruit in John 12, 24. And then so, so that's what God's trying to do. He's sending what it takes to break what's, 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 what's been uh, our strong hold, our strong hold strongly trying to hold us in a place of fear, strongly trying to hold us in a place where we're not experiencing the power of God. But this is a year we're gonna experience the power of God. And at the beginning of the year, you can see some different things happening, but all that's doing is breaking your will to release your spirit. You know, a lot of times, oh my God, it's supposed to, the power's supposed to break through, what is this? This is what's, what's gonna get your flesh out the way. That's what this is, <laughs> right? Because you see some stuff happening, you'd be like, okay, what is this? The power's supposed to break through. What is this is, 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 is finding where we are, the posi- where we locating what's in the way. And most of the time it's us. It's the things that maybe have been embedded for so long, we do it without thinking about it. But we're going to have to let those things go this year. All right, so, so, so I just wanted to give us that just to inspire us, just a little nugget, um, just to, to love on us a little bit. I don't want to take a lot of time, but just something to marinate, marinate on. We'll get into some other stuff in the upcoming weeks.